2: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Was life exciting
4: in the past, John?
3: Did people have much excitement in their lives
1: in the olden days? I feel like a lot of the time when it was exciting, that was it was often exciting and short, right? So exciting things would happen, like you dying um, but you wouldn't really be right to talk about that no I mean right so this, I mean we should put that to bed right so everyone's always like oh the life expectancy was super low um which is more about infant mortality this is great to come on a comedy podcast and really bring out my infant mortality material
5: Welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out whether they're worthy of the hype. It's a like, but is it legitimate? My name's Will and I'm joined, as always, by Hugh. Hello, Hugh. Hi, Will. How are things? Oh, excellent. I definitely... That was the first take of the intro and it went really well. How are things with you? I think this could be the one episode where
0: we actually put the, the blooper reel of the intro on at the end. Just so Please people don't can do hear. that.
5: My career will be over.
0: I'm great, Will. Uh, I'm very excited because this is one of our increasingly popular guest episodes. People don't like the original cast, so they want cameos. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. And our guest today is—we're uh, very pleased to welcome on John, a longtime friend of mine, and a and a new friend of yours. Will I feel? Hi, John. Uh, well, we'll see. Hi, John. <laughs>
1: Give it time. Hi, Will. Hi, yeah. you. How are you doing? Hello, producer Michael hi john oh no no Should i pull back the curtain (laughs) he's messed with the the formula
5: (laughs) the wizard of oz has been revealed as a man just a man
0: we'll cut it out we'll cut it out (laughs) john's gone rogue last time john's ever invited on this podcast
1: (laughs) uh john where where are you at the moment uh i am in beautiful yorkshire uh, in England, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a little town called Shipley, which is very near uh, a place dear to Will's heart the city of Leeds
5: yeah, yeah, although when you said England I got sad, because I forgot that Leeds is in England, but it definitely is um, <laughs> Yorkshire John, is your... kind of
0: its own thing though, isn't it?
5: yeah, yeah that's what we... <laughs> That's the only thing that's got me, who has a double-barrelled surname out of any trouble in Ireland they're like, an English man, I'm like, I'm from the north they're like, well it's okay then <laughs> winter is coming Uh, John is your middle
1: name William It is not William I regret to say
5: My middle name is John That would have been the best thing Oh my god John
1: William William John
5: We should have sorted that out before you came on John
1: This is true although I do have a brother called Hugh And Hugh has a brother called John so That's
0: true
5: Freaky. Michael any brothers called William
0: no no Michael is this will be the least surprising news to all our listeners Michael is an only child only child of course he's an
5: only child he thinks he has the same hair as George Clooney of course he's an only child I almost said John Clooney then
4: I feel like I bear it quite well though right
5: you wouldn't know from looking you would absolutely at me or interacting know. with me no definitely 100% oh, okay. everyone all
0: listening right. to the podcast Michael just said oh, of
5: course <laughs> all your crazy unchallenged <laughs> opinions <laughs> uh, John I believe you like cricket That's a thing I know about you
1: Well I was introduced to the sport of cricket By Hugh uh, And I still don't fully ah. understand it But I like all of the things yeah, that happen yeah. around it no one does. We have
5: a similar relationship to cricket Then I think
1: yeah, it's great. I mean, I enjoy the um, kind of 10-hour-long radio broadcasts in which absolutely nothing happens and commentators are reduced <laughs> to just literally describing what they can see at all times. Uh, I went to a cricket match with Hugh, which I gather was one of the only exciting cricket matches ever to have occurred. Um, it was immensely good fun. Um, yeah, So, and I've also played cricket um, incredibly badly. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I moved I, to I, England I, and I wanted Rachel to understand problem, your... That's true. Yeah. I moved to England and I wanted to understand your culture well. Um, so I wouldn't. <laughs> it was cricket or Morris dancing?
5: I think it's Morris dancing, cricket and colonialism. Those are the three things that we, we do well. well. I used to live
1: within shouting distance of Headingley, the big cricket ground in Leeds. And it was kind of a weird experience because if you had the cricket on the radio, they would be kind of doing a rundown of all of the local pubs and restaurants. In the locality to decide where they were going to have their dinner, so being like, "Oh, fish and chips is best here." Yeah. Did they talk about crunchies? They did. At no point did they mention crunchies. I think. Uh, do, you,
5: do you know crunchies?
1: I used to live up the road. Actually, pretty much around the corner. Oh my god! Crunchies. It's a terrifying oh my god. place.
5: No, no, I'm sorry, John. It is the most important place in my young life, right? Because I used to work in a bar, and then I'd drive my manager home. Exclusive, My manager lived in Headingley, and I worked in Round A. That's going to mean nothing to anyone apart from John. But I would go to Crunchies, and I went there so often that I had a usual at a kebab shop. I had a falafel wrap with hummus and extra chili sauce. And then... After months of going there, just to go there after work, I went in there on a night out, and it was really busy. There was a queue around the corner, and I walked in, and the guy looked at me and said, hummus falafel wrap. And went (laughs) and got one for me before everybody else, and I've never felt like a celebrity until that moment. It was incredible. So crunchies, I will hear not a bad word said about it. I also spoke so so quickly and interrupted everybody. I've got so much saliva in my mouth right now, and my camera's (laughs) turned off.
0: Do you have a different experience of crunchies, John?
1: All I would say is that the meat options are probably not as appetizing uh, yeah. as the vegetarian ones sound. They're yeah, they're just encouraging grim.
5: people to make the right moral choice. I get That's it. it. That's it. Crunchies. Doing, doing... Fighting the good fight.
0: Would we say crunchies is a
5: legitimate like? Will we shift the episode? Uh, 100%. <laughs> Speaking of questionable meat, Michael, how
4: are you? Oh my God, like i know it's become it's it's become a thing i know but like i literally never see it coming i never see it coming it always hits me right between the eyes (laughs) like wow okay okay that's fine yeah so what are we talking about today michael's
0: great at picking up a quick prompt you know (laughs) picking up a cue. you know just hop on that segue and crash it into a wall
4: that's that's the pro in me um Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm going to grab control here. Um, Today's topic.
0: You always know that someone isn't going to take control when they have to say, (laughs) I'm going to grab control here. (laughs) As As a teacher, I can say that that doesn't work.
4: Unless you're, like, in the Capitol <laughs> building in Washington, then actually it turns out that they do—they are really going to do it. Oh,
5: know? yeah. I mean, yeah. if you've got a gun, yeah. you can do... Yeah. It doesn't matter how you speak.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you put it on the side of a bus and the... then run a referendum, generally you'll take back control, I think. So, yeah. But different... Yeah. different, different. Speaking of the yeah. past. Speaking of the past, yeah, that's today's topic. It's the past. Um, it, it's history. That, that's what we're talking about. But, but we're just talking about the nope. past. Generally. It's not history. It's the past, past. Michael. It's
5: the past. Remember, remember the WhatsApp conversation we had where (laughs) you suggested history, and Hugh said, "No, we're specifically doing the past, not history."
4: Well, I suppose to to be clear, we're we're definitely not talking about the study of history. Um, We're talking about events in the
5: past um, themselves. And I would like to initially make the case that what Michael just said happened in the past. That's true. We all hated it. So that's that's food for thought. (laughs)
1: Uh, and I do have to warn you that by the time this is broadcast um, our conversation will be in the past. So if we decide the past isn't a legitimate life we will be canceling ourselves.
5: Oh my god. That is Oh my god. That is, oh so god. That is such that has go. changed my entire everything I thought about before this which, would have, which was not much. I've now had to rethink. Holy shit. If yeah. if we make this podcast really terrible on purpose that means the past oh, it's a lot to think about here. So, so John, John people, will, people are listening to this. Sorry, Michael, but shut up. Uh, John, people are listening to this in the future currently as I speak. How does that affect things, do you think?
1: Well, I think they should probably remember that, you know, they may... Well, they're now in the present, right? Um, yeah, well, so not then, anymore. In future. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. They, I mean, Shit. The, the listeners I spoke to mere seconds ago have already been consigned to history's dustbin. I mean, we are playing with fire here. This is, or we were playing with fire.
5: <laughs> I don't know. Holy shit, Michael, you had some sort of question to say? Yeah. So,
4: so John, as you know, um, in order to work out whether or not you know we can we, we can sit in judgment on a particular topic, we've got uh, we've got three questions that we start off with. Um, so let's 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 get into it. In history, which happened first? The past. Okay. So which of these things happened first? Um, The
5: end of the... Didn't need to put put in history before that (laughs) question.
4: (laughs) Um, So, option one, the end of the samurai era. Option two, the invention of the fax machine. Or option three, the discovery of dinosaur fossils.
1: So, right. I'm going to canvas the gents in a second. Um, I think... Uh, I think based on an exhibition I was at the other day um, that it might be the end of the samurai era Um, because I think that comes uh, later than you think Um, fossils are 19th century I'm thinking about Mary Anning and stuff like that Uh, fax machine I have no idea but I think that's thrown in as a spoiler Uh, so I'm going straight in and I'm saying samurai era
0: I've forgotten are we being asked what happened first or last, first, last which
1: happened right? first which happened first oh which happened first which happened oh first? sorry yeah, yeah. Um, oh in that case it's going to be fax machine or dinosaurs what do we i mean say fax machine no it's not it's dinosaurs isn't it Samurai era i think is
5: still happening <laughs> i would i would say in Leeds, um. anyway, in, in in
0: crunchies on a Friday night, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: that's how you get to the front of the queue. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say dinosaur fossils. I said Fax was a spoiler, and I'm sticking by it. Dinosaur fossils.
5: It's the kind of thing Mike would throw in, but yeah, I'm sticking with John. Dinosaur fossils.
4: John, you you hit the nail on the head. You 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 got yes! it right. You've, you've deduced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> the, the discovery is of, the
5: samurai era still happening? Please say it. Is. Discovery
4: of dinosaur fossils is 1824. Uh, the, the invention mm-hmm. of the fax machine is eighteen forty three. Eighteen forty three. That's early. Um, Quart, and then quad seven. Ooh.
1: And then, And then. When um, did they invent a second fax machine? <laughs> 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 it's mostly used as a photocopier until the early nineteen forties.
4: <laughs> and yeah. then the end of the samurai era was eighteen sixty seven. So that means that we we live in a world where a samurai could have sent a fax about
1: dinosaurs which is <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah. think, uh, think, Michael, am I right in saying that it's not necessarily that dinosaur fossils were first discovered in 1824, but rather that people started to kind of put together the... Yes. The, and kind of work out what they were talking about, because before yes. that they were just like, these are huge people, or this is a gigantic whale, or whatever. That's exactly it. That's exactly oh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think there were... I, th- I think the first
4: discovery was in the UK, right? I think it was in, in, uh, in the South. I can't, I, I can't remember where...
5: But uh... yeah, I'm here to blow the whistle on this. We actually stole it from a different country, and buried <laughs> it, and then we're like, "Oh, it was in Slough the whole time."
1: <laughs> How convenient! I, always, I don't know. Uh, Will obviously, because you grew up in such a dino-rich land, um, yeah. you won't really. You know, you have the Jurassic Coast. You have the you have a whole the, the Devonian period, right? You uh, oh, and Michael you might have to, empathize to tell me. Yeah, of course, right? Yeah. Everyone knows it. Uh, but Hugh and Michael might empathise with this a bit more. When you were growing up, if you cared about dinosaurs, did you ever get really annoyed I, about the lack of dinosaurs yes,
4: in Ireland? 100%. Like, John, I'm so glad someone else has this complex. I'm giving you a complex because I've got one. But I remember I had a dinosaur book. I had several dinosaur books growing up, which, which had maps of the world and then... Uh, the corresponding dinosaurs that were discovered there, and I remember looking to the color that Ireland was shaded in, and there was only one animal in the entire book, and it was just a very large, slow worm, uh, and it was it was it was no good. It was like it was like two meters long, and that was it. It was just awful, awful. Yeah,
5: is that your direct descendant? <laughs> are you a direct descendant Speaking of large slow worms, just in case we need one for earlier. Yeah, yeah. Just in case we need to cut it in. Yeah, yeah. great, great,
4: great. Okay, question two. Um,
5: <laughs> We're only on question two. Yeah. Um,
4: of what is psychobiography
1: the study? I'm, I mean, it's it's a form of biography. Of what I would have thought, but I mean, with the tools. So, as I understand it, like biography, but using the tools of psychoanalysis. I mean, um, so like studying that, like people's mind. Correct. To past. 100% okay. All right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's.
5: I think it sounds like it's Piers Morgan's memoirs, to be honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I took that really seriously and the reason for that is that um I'm always the worst at history rounds in quizzes um That's and it really feeds into my fear of being exposed.
0: No well well John I was I was going to say I was going to say that having um having you on has really has really made the quiz, you know, far more um accurate and boring. So thank <laughs> you. yeah, for I'm that. really
1: sorry about that. Sorry you but you should have known we have quizzed. We've quizzed together. We've quizzed together and you <laughs> You could have known that.
5: That
4: was just your that was just your history. Your history reflex.
1: Um The quiz
5: is often just inaccurate and boring. So this makes a big change. Um,
4: well hopefully
1: question three can well, can really Well so so yeah,
5: Hopefully question three is like, Oh, how do you feel about the past? I'll I'll nail that. <laughs>
4: um so, so John, you're you're absolutely right in your answer. And then so and then those tools are they're applied to notable generally applied to notable individuals. So the idea is you go back and kind of um, discern the psychology of of famous people in history. So Sigmund Freud did it on Leonardo da Vinci, and then A. C. Elms did it on Freud himself. See how he likes it. Yeah. So,
0: how did he like
5: it?
4: I think it's been widely discredited as. He thought as it a was weird. Study that his mum yeah.
5: wasn't doing it.
4: Yeah. So we got another one here. Um, what did the fattest person in history weigh? The same as. Um, so I'm going to give you three <laughs> options: uh, a polar bear, a bison, or a zebra.
1: Doesn't it depend on the weight of the polar bear, bison, or a zebra? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
5: yeah.
0: <laughs> I think as I think a zebra is the lightest of those three, though, and therefore I'd say that the human probably didn't get beyond. I
5: would that. say. Do you know what? Do you know what we could do though? We could just attack Michael for trying to body shame. And That's be true. like stop calling people fat, you piece of shit. just give us the yeah. answer we We get That's a point true. for being great. John, what would you do in this situation because I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm flailing real hard.
1: yeah, I mean, bison are gigantic, right? Like they're really big um okay. so I, okay. I I'm following Hugh's zebra logic um unless the answer is a specific polar bear. Um, yeah, and we we we're expected to. Yeah, you
5: know. in fact, no, that's the answer we're going to go for. It's a specific polar bear, and that polar bear weighs exactly the weight that you're looking for.
4: Yeah, I mean, you you guys realize I get to decide whether or not you're right. So you're you're wrong. No, we're not.
5: You
1: are. Um, so it was a zebra, Captain Barcode. It was actually the bison, Captain. No, barcode. it was the bison. Oh, yeah, that's so,
5: so sad. That was my instinct. So oh. so in order,
4: a zebra weighs three hundred eighty kilos. A polar bear weighs 480 kilos, and then a bison weighs 630, and the fattest person in history weighed 630 kilos uh, in 1983, and that's a hundred stone. A hundred stone. Well done, that's that amazing. man. I'm not shaming him at all. That's incredible. You know,
0: mm. um, that's nine of me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. Imagine, yeah. imagine
0: nine of me. <laughs>
1: God Almighty. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, galloping majestically <laughs> across the American plains. <laughs> <laughs> can i pull back one more curtain which is michael it's about how you put together the quiz so yeah. when you were told this was about the past yeah. how did it bring you to that wikipedia page yeah well Very good he's the fattest person
4: in history
1: so many undergraduate theses that i supervise are just comparisons of historical figures and wildlife well, um, I'm sorry,
4: John, if my view of history doesn't accord with your uh, past. You know, great white man <laughs> version of it. <laughs> Although in this case it, w- it was a very large white man, <laughs> I would say that. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. arguably the greatest white man. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so, okay, so we got two out of three. That's not that's not bad, especially with the with the aid of a of a, of a professional historian. Um,
5: past this, Pastor.
4: so um, so let's get into it: pros and cons. I suppose. Look, it started off, John. As a historian, what's your favourite history?
1: Do you mean what's my favourite? What's my favourite of the past? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favourite bit of the past? You know, there's all of these different bits I'd like to go to, but actually, the bit where I spent a chunk of this afternoon where I wasn't answering emails, um, I think was amazing. So I spent a bit of this afternoon reading these newspapers from the 1690s. Sixteen nineties not a good time uh, in England. Lots of famine, lots of political upheaval. Very few people having a good time. Um, But I was reading these newspapers, which are edited by a man called John Houghton. Uh, And Houghton is just this kind of guy who is interested in absolutely everything. And it's a newspaper in the loosest sense of the word. Front page is just an essay about whatever he's thinking about that week. So, soil, or Yorkshire, uh, or animal husbandry, and he's very certain about what he believes about these things. Um, And then everything else has got kind of loads of random bits in it. So, for a couple of weeks, he has this little notice um, at the bottom of each issue of the paper, um, just talking about this absolutely huge whale, um, which has recently been seen uh, off the coast of England. Uh, And then he says that he's published a pamphlet uh, about the whale, (laughs) but the printer made a mistake, so instead of saying that the whale's mouth was 12 feet wide, he printed this pamphlet which said the whale's mouth was 72 feet wide Um, and then he kind of gets on a whale jag so he keeps bringing in stories of other whales that people have told him about and the fact that, you know, a guy up in Edinburgh saw a whale that was 82 feet long Um, and it just kind of becomes whale city for about four weeks and just stops talking about whales and returns to giving like the prices of corn uh, in Essex and it is just absolutely batshit. It's incredibly good fun, and I just and I kind of imagine him just sitting there in London, being like, "It's Whale Week."
5: So, uh, John, is the past? I, I don't, I don't really understand what we're trying to do. like. Do people? I guess a lot of people in the UK, especially, look back at the past and think it's great. And those people, for the most part, are terrible because they're like, "We want our country back." <laughs> um,
0: so, what and we... your country and that country over there oh and that one looks nice as well
5: yeah that is the main problem with it it's like we want our countries back they just can't spell countries that's the issue Um, do we think the past is a legitimate like no a like do people look back on it fondly what are we talking about was the past uh, was it all very smelly John (laughs)
0: that's the question I've got. When did did we stop smelling terrible? And arguably we smell terrible now to other people. This
5: never before, John, has a podcast been so weighted on the guest. We're just asking you about the past as if you're from it. It's amazing. (laughs) Well, in a way,
1: aren't we? No, we've done that. We've done that. Um, Yeah, I mean, less smelly than you think, or differently smelly than you think, right? So all this stuff, but, oh, people didn't wash absolute nonsense. But also, um, people cared about what they smelled like. They cared about cleanliness, depending on what that meant for them. Um, No, so I uh, spent a lot of my time reading a guy's diary from the 1570s, um, and he spent a huge amount of money on perfume and soap um so not just perfume for his body but also a um, big thing in Elizabethan England to wear garments that are perfumed as well mm-hmm. um, so you would oh come back to wales because uh, you would buy leather gloves and then perfume them with uh amber grease amber grease uh, is the word so made of whale materials um, and then you could kind of you could spray some stuff you could powder some stuff and um, you'd bring in your know, rose water all kinds of other uh, perfumes so people really cared right they I kind of they would have smelled mm. different but not always bad
0: and i suppose wow. they do talk about in, in ancient rome as well they just talked about people being perfumed as well didn't they so i guess it does it goes back a long time oh loads! load yeah
1: yeah perfect is all the way back
5: and wasn't there a, in the past some people thought that smells carried like evil spirits and disease and stuff Because, like, wounds would smell, and, like, the plague was... The quacks had their little history lesson for you guys. Sorry, a past lesson. Uh, Doctors would have, like, uh, in the plague, would have those big old noses with, with potpourri in it, right? That's what I imagine, potpourri up in their nose.
1: Well, one of the things that you could get, uh, as well as so you see those pictures of the plague doctors with the yeah, but people could often carry around these things called pomanders, uh, which kind of little things you'd hold in your hand, which would be stuffed effectively with potpourri, and um, hold them to your nose. And the idea is then that's a barrier between the unhealthy smells um, outside and the ones kind of getting into your getting into your body. Yeah.
5: Speaking of unhealthy smells, Michael, you got any questions? <laughs> what <laughs> that's like. Fourth one, okay. So, um, John, John,
4: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that it's in the past, y- you, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that if you were to go back and visit uh, a part of the past for a day, it probably would be that that year of the 16th, you know the sixteenth, seventeenth century. That seems to be what turns you on. Um, Hugh, Will, where, where would you go? When would you go?
0: I'd love to go, but I do love a bit of ancient Rome. You know, I'd love to go back and see that. Yeah. But I feel that, you see, I. I I don't think I'd be important enough to get caught up in anything really dangerous, but i just worried that I'd just get trampled, you know, on the way to like it. Just be, yeah, just just wouldn't even manage to cross a road correctly.
4: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Although I suppose roads are more dangerous now than yeah. they were then, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You. You'd oh my god! will probably... never leave the house again. Do you know what? The uh, summer in 1995 was a really great summer for me. Uh, the weather was great, we picked a lot of blackberries, and uh, it was the first time I had a very lengthy summer holiday in Kerry. So probably 1995.
4: That's a good choice. I like that one. And you've got most of most of modern medicine is there.
5: Uh, the main question I had when you asked this was like a load of time travel questions. So it's for a day. It's just for a day, 24 hours, then you get sent back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, I mean, you're, you're going to absolutely love this answer, Michael. Okay. I would go just just pre-pandemic, yeah. just pre-pandemic, yeah. and just put all of my money into face masks and hand sanitizer. Okay, okay. I okay. would just double down, stocks okay. and shares, and I'd change my life. I'd become, like, an immoral billionaire. Okay,
4: okay. So you're going to early 2020, purely for personal gain. I get it, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's be a little less noble like, than John's pursuit, but, I, you know, I do know. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Or I'd go back to, like... like whenever hitler was born right yeah i'd go there and kill every baby i found
4: (laughs) okay wow you would by the law of averages wow
0: that's actually why infant mortality was so bad it's so many time travelers keep trying to
5: come back to kill baby hitler but they don't know he's austrian they keep associating with germany but he's from austria come on guys time travel murder better
4: Wow, okay. So two good options there, I guess, will, murder or uh,
5: uh, yeah, yeah. one one's better than the yeah. other? They both end in death. <laughs> okay. Do you get sent back like to the same place or can you decide geographic geographically, geographically where you're time going? and
4: place? Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: I mean, maybe maybe then even just to like I don't know, some lovely tropical paradises before anyone went there? Uh, I say before anyone went there. Obviously we know what I mean by that. Before <laughs> people who looked like us went there.
5: It well before my people went there, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah before Will went there basically. Yeah, 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 before yeah. Will's dad went there.
5: <laughs> I'm not
0: I'm not putting all of English colonialism on Will's dad. He's a very no, good nice man, enough, I'm sure. Yeah, but, what's you know. he
5: actually done other than try and revolutionize radiotherapy? What's he actually done? <laughs>
4: Now, John, could you have a word with us, uh, with with uh, your colleagues in the industry? Because um, I know, uh, uh, as it stands, history is divided between... Uh, the past. kind of past. Fa- The past. Sorry, I mean, I the past, as I was the the birth of Christ, and now.
1: Well, that's an issue with the past, right? Is that it's got, you know, I mean, Christ, obviously, you know, did his thing. Yeah. But he gets to kind of straddle it like no one else, right? Yeah. And kind of mould the whole thing around him. Like, is that... Is such a straddler?
0: Yeah, and even, because I know there was then thing of having common era and before common era, but it doesn't change they still the, use
5: the, the same dates, year. you
4: know, yeah, 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 we know what they're saying,
5: yeah, also yeah. Christ notoriously legs together Did... <laughs> and he's straddling stuff <laughs> uh,
4: um, um so does that does that mean that, that that Jesus wins history, I mean it's all named after him, like is that? Like is he no, some is some he,
5: dude called Victor? won history he, about him. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: but is he is he is he the top dog? John, would he be considered the top person for the past?
1: The top person for the past. Well, as you know, I mean, as historians, yeah, I'd say eighty percent Pas- of my work, yeah, yeah, pastors. eighty percent of my work is we just. We've got the table, you know, yeah, we're kind yeah, of working yeah. out in the past, <laughs> yeah. who was um actually, we use the term top dog, so okay. that's, that's quite helpful okay good, um good. but yeah john who are who are the best people of the past best people of the past, um I could give you the ordinary people of history who are not recorded in all of the archives and monuments and stuff like that, maybe it's boring. them. Uh, yeah no that's incredibly boring um yeah
5: how how dare you give an honest answer? No, this is, I'm perverting the course of the podcast.
4: Is it, is it fair to say that the, some, the, the, the most interesting parts from the past are often the least important, and conversely the uh, least interesting parts are often the most important? Like, this, like the moon landing, right? The moon landing, you know, big part of the past. Everyone talks about that. Whenever you talk about the past, people say the moon, you know? Does it really make that much of a difference? Whenever
5: you talk about the past... Yeah, people say, people say the moon. moon. <laughs> the moon. <laughs> That's what I say. That's...
4: I say. Someone asked me, yep. "Give me three words in the past." I'll say pyramids, there, the moon, moon. yeah,
1: and and I'm going to give Hughes one more go though because right, um, and then I'm going to come back to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so we all the, do. The argument for ordinary people being really cool and you know all of this is that they show up in historical sources and stuff in these brilliant ways, right? Because, you know, nobody is keeping an autobiography of, you know, an ordinary nun from the 8th or ninth century. So the only way, one of the only ways that we know about their lives is through stuff that's written about them. And one of the best kind of sets of sources I ever read when I was a history student were the rules for convents uh, in Europe. Um, And rules tend to only exist. You only make a rule if someone has already been taking the piss. Um, (laughs) And the rules for convents tended to have unbelievably specific things that you were not allowed to do. Um, So one of the things, there's this particular rule, which was uh, the nuns are not allowed to write and sing 40 songs about the abbot Are you like there's no way that someone was sitting down being like what's a monastery how's the monastery gonna work they're basically they were like they're done to sing the songs again yeah sister Aloysius started off <laughs> <up>. it's, <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> it's like
0: I always wonder why Supervalue changed their slogan from shopping as it should be to real food real people you're like what happened what happened in the past to make that to make that occur I love it John have you other convent rules
1: for us I don't have that many other uh, convent rules, but I've got one from um, a place I used to work uh, because it was founded in the 16th century and we still have the rules uh, that were set up. And the rules are kind of very clear. The, uh, and loads of stuff are just like, oh, it's going to work this way. These will be the punishments for various things. And then it goes into loads of detail um, about the women who are going to do the laundry. In the college. And up until then, they've been like, you know, there'll be someone in charge of the gate, and there'll be people in charge of you know looking after the library and stuff like this. And then they were like, there will be laundresses, and the laundresses must be honest and of good character. And you're like, what are these women going to see? Right? Like, what is why is it that you haven't said anything about the characters of anyone else? And they're like, It's really, really important that we get some incredibly understanding laundresses.
5: They're gonna see some shit. <laughs> as
1: as someone who works
0: in academia, John, like, do do historians pastors sorry, pastors do Pastest,
5: they
0: yeah. do they get um, like, do they get very protective of their own eras? You know, is that a thing? Are they, what are historians pastors like? Are they are they funny old fish?
1: They are yeah and I think we get a bit cranky so you know we'll all get you so I do the 16th and 17th century and we get cranky at people who do the 20th century because loads of their sources are faxes so they're typed uh, and they can read them and they don't have to read the crappy handwriting but then we sometimes get jealous of people who do the medieval period uh, because there just aren't as many sources right so they're kind of you know maybe it doesn't take as long it obviously does take incredibly long.
0: So they just make it all up, is what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I'm just going to call out a massive swathe uh, of my profession and really, uh, really drop that gauntlet. Yeah. And I'm yeah, gonna,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, Did anything here? Here's a question, and this is a genuine question, right? Of two, two questions actually. First of all, when were the Dark Ages? Actually, three questions. When were the Dark Ages? Is that actually a thing, or is that just something uneducated people say? And what happened in them? <laughs>
1: Okay, so the period that people often describe as the Dark Ages often gets applied to the period um, after the fall of Rome. Um, So you've got kind of... Yeah, right? So uh, you've got kind of these centuries, kind of your 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th century, you get kind of um, lumped in uh, and thought of as the Dark Ages and kind of seen as being this kind of big regression. But um, the Dark Ages are basically an invention of a later period and one of the groups that you have to blame for it um this is great this is English. hilarious stuff guys keep all this in and um, actually in this case not really it's the italians yes uh, <laughs> they had to get one um yes! but it's basically when you're coming up with the idea of the renaissance right so petrarch and the lads um, and sitting around being like okay we're gonna have a renaissance we're gonna rediscover classical culture and in order to rediscover stuff and have a rebirth you have to decide that what came before you was absolutely crap um, and so they're like, oh, well, look at the medieval stuff, look at the art, they all look really flat. These were dark ages, they were a terrible time, there was no culture, there was no science, blah, blah, blah. Totally untrue. Um, but it's one of the most successful hatchet jobs uh, in wow. history, or indeed the past, was the invention of the dark ages.
0: It began way back then, like seven, eight hundred years ago, did it? Or I don't know when Penthouse yeah. was. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, did anything happen then?
1: Oh yeah, loans. Although, sorry, actually, we should talk about this. Um, there is should, a yeah. conspiracy theory, uh, right. which is that We're back to the moon, um, <laughs> which <laughs> argues, and I, I just—it's absolute rubbish, right? But which says that um, a chunk of history is missing, um, that we are, right. I think, earlier in time than we think we are, and that a chunk of history basically was uh, fabricated. Um, what? And it's like these things, it's like the Germans who say that Bielefeld doesn't exist, right? Well, John, it, I'm, so, I'm
4: so glad you brought this exclusive to us. You picked exactly the right form to break this in. But
0: but how, how much time? Because I remember hearing this like someone was like, oh, definitely like four years or something. But you mean like hundreds of years?
1: I think I do. I'm going to, you know, because I don't have this particular um, one up my sleeve. I am going, it's the phantom time hypothesis. <laughs> Uh, amazing so here we go Uh, according to Heribert Illig you know it's going to be good (laughs) um He argued in 1991 um, that there was a conspiracy by the Holy Roman Emperor Otto III, Pope Sylvester II, and possibly the Byzantine Emperor Constantine VII to fabricate the anno domini dating system retroactively uh, to claim that they were at AD 1000. Um, And he basically thinks that there was phantom time of 297 years, so that the period between 614 and 911... uh, 911... Clarify, oh. Oh oh, happened. no. Well, it it's a conspiracy theory. It, it all adds, adds up to
0: it all adds up to 11. Follow the money, John. 9 11. There you go. And you go. how much did he weigh, John?
5: <laughs> well, it was the Byzantine Empire. So oh,
0: oh. We've brought it's it's all, all back around.
5: Britain. My biggest con with the past um, is that how come the 15th century doesn't involve the 1500s very much?
1: Very fair point. We've been trying to fix it, um, and yeah, we. I wrong. mean, I th- I can speak for historians when I say we really, we we really mess that up.
0: Yeah, it it's like it's like when you're a kid and they say, "Oh, and it's your birthday." And it's like, "Oh, welcome to you're in your to your twelfth year." Like, no, I'm eleven. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm eleven.
5: What are you trying to do to me? I hate that so much. Every time I think about the eighteenth century, I have to think it's not the one I think it is. It's minus one. That's the worst. That's the biggest. That's the biggest problem I have with history, quite honestly. I mean the past. No! I did it myself. Fuck.
0: So, John, you know how there's this idea that sort of older generations would say that, that millennials and younger people today um, you know, are soft and, and have life much easier than it was um, in their day? Do you think, is there an idea, and it goes back to life being hard and dangerous, like, would we be seen as complete like dilettantes by most of the people in the past in terms of the way we live our life
4: John I'm going to take this answer I'm, I'm going to take this answer on behalf yeah, of the yeah, historians do, uh, Thank here. You. I think, Pastors. I think that people uh, would think that our world, people from the past would think that our world today is incredible the capabilities that we have, the things that we can do incredible, I think they would be entirely unimpressed with the people we have today um, I think those two things are one and the same. Because actually as you solve the bigger problems, you get all you care about is the smaller problems. If you
1: Yeah, well if you solve I've got like, two words for them. The moon. Yeah, yeah. Look up
4: there. We've been Full there. money. Yeah, when I say we, I mean some Americans a while ago.
5: Or did they? They did. Here's another question
0: No, the reason I ask that though is funny because even you look at obviously all the ridiculous stuff we do, like and I'm now going to summarize human activity in two Jet skis, podcasts, and uh, sourdough, but all of that. But let's say reading. So I'm always intrigued when I go back and read books from the 19th century, which is the 1800s, they talk about, you know, they laugh at people who are in your sort of Jane Austen period. They laugh at people reading novels as though like reading novels is such a ridiculous thing. And that really what should be happening is that the men read to the women. And what, what did they read? To them? Were they reading philosophy? Were they reading poetry? What's wrong with a novel, John? Yeah, John. <laughs>
1: yeah, Is the novel a legitimate like so I. in the 18th century? I'm not sure century. what the
0: question is.
1: Uh, I. So the question is, why were people so angry about reading in Jane Austen novels? <laughs>
5: <laughs> I think the real question is, why is... Why is there a novel about yeah. people hating novels? We're,
4: wasn't I'm mean, I right in thinking that Robinson Crusoe was the first widely read novel that that novels in, in that form didn't really exist
1: before then? I'm going to do a really academic thing here, Michael. Yeah, depends on what you mean by novel. <laughs> Damn! Wow! Whoa! Wow. And on uh, that point, I'm going to remember I'm that. that for joining us, everybody. Is I can't drop this nice. microphone because I don't own it. Wow. Um, <laughs> I also We need to come back at some point to Michael's unbelievably complicated question, which then became about the moon.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow,
1: we're a long way from that. There anyway. was actually a good question, but then it did become largely about the moon.
0: And to... Uh, sorry, to go back to my previous question, Do would people in the past be very angry with us all and think we're ridiculous?
1: I think they'd probably be annoyed at us, but I'm not sure that they necessarily all... Have this idea that we tend to have, which is like, oh, you know, history is the slope and we're at the top, right? So, Mm. Hugh, you said, what was it? Jet skis, podcasts, and sourdough. Um, Two of which are only dubious goods, uh, and the third of which was very much invented by people from the past. (laughs) Um, So, I feel like we might have, we might lose 2 1 on that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think they would either be, in many cases, angry bemused. But again, remember, you know, we're surrounded every day by people from the past. Um, older people in many ways, yeah. So.
5: so in the words of Neil
1: Armstrong, should we go back to the moon? We have unfinished business there.
5: Um, yeah, we do. Michael, what was your question?
4: So the, the worst the worst bit about this, I thought I'd gotten away with this. It wasn't a question. I thought I was making a statement. <laughs> it obviously came out as a question.
1: Um, but I still can't remember how it got what, to what, the moon. What I
4: was saying is that the least interesting part's the, the least interesting parts of history um, are often the most important and the most interesting parts are the least important. Um, and then I oh, said yeah. about the moon.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the moon... I, I guess the moon landing stuff is like... people. That's very annoying because people keep trying to reinterpret it and make it like a conspiracy theory. So is that the problem of the past? Because the people who are doing that when they do that are in the present, but now they're in the past. But some people still say the moon landing was a conspiracy.
0: And more people will say it.
5: Yeah. Well well you don't know that. The future is bright. And <laughs> the future's orange, you
1: that sounds less reassuring in um a sectarianly divided Ireland. Yeah. Um...
5: Yeah. Uh oh.
1: <laughs> Big old
5: blind spot for the English boy. <laughs> <laughs> what does orange mean? Don't know. I've got
0: a I've got a tough question for John here now unlike all the others. Here we go. Uh, which it's will, about time. It's going to rely on his improvisational skills as well. Um, oh, good God. But, so he'll be like a medieval historian, just baking it up on the spot. I was going to say, so you know there's that very annoying phrase that people use, which is, today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. Mm-hmm. Can you now come up with one for the past?
1: Uh, the past is very good that's why it's an acronym for pretty awesome swell time <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow Hugh
5: have you got one? Uh, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to top I'm that just
0: going to ride on John's coattails which they probably wore in, did Houghton mm. wear cold coattails?
1: their records don't show <laughs>
4: So here's an interesting fact: most fish do not have eyelids.
5: Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think you may be on the wrong episode, Michael. Please say why you brought that up.
4: <laughs> I just, I, I, I just had well, an interesting fact. There were more fish fact. in the past
5: than there were now. Were, yep. were you trying to do a little riff on the fact that people think goldfish and fish have no memory, but actually they do have memory and they do oh, understand what the? Past I was, was not. I was not There's going no way there Michael far, got no. to that. There was no depth okay. to, to that piece.
4: Yeah. I've got, I've, got, I've got a couple more questions for you guys. I've got two more,
5: two more questions, nope. right? No, we are so, absolutely not moving on. Which, why did you bring that up?
4: So, which historical figure do you think you're most like? And I, want, I want an answer from each of you. I'm going to go to Will first. I'm most
5: like me about five seconds ago <laughs> asking you the question, why or did you bring that the Or
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Is this just uh, an opportunity for you to say Clooney again, uh, again Michael? Yeah, absolutely. Is. How historical do they have you're gonna, to be?
4: Gonna be so annoyed in here. Yeah, okay. Well I I put down for myself a young Robert Redford. So <laughs> um
0: I love well, that you wouldn't even take an old Robert Redford. And you're like, No, do you know what I want everything. I want I could
4: take I could take an old Robert Redford. He's he's weak from all years all those years of running sundance. I'd I'd come out of nowhere. He'd think I was an agitated critic looking for another ticket and I, him I thought chair. you said
0: you wanted, you wanted to be like a historical figure. Why did you suddenly go to fighting an old man?
4: <laughs> I thought you said I couldn't take Robert Redford, and I definitely could. Maybe not in the Butch and Sundance days, but now, absolutely.
5: Uh, I suppose this might sound a little bit arrogant, but I would choose Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, because <laughs> I think, like, I've done some miracles in my time. Like, I once made tofu delicious. So... I don't think there's any argument there that, like, I've never made water into wine, but I've made, like, coins and notes into wine. So it's pretty impressive stuff. That's
4: Okay, Jesus. so we've got Robert Redford, Jesus Christ.
0: These questions always trip me up because I've no imagination, which is a, a limitation. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, would I be like a... Uh, I, I,
5: an American golf journalist in the 20s? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Hughes did there is answer very accurately. I can see you doing that. I think you'd be very good at it. I think I would too, do you know? Yeah.
4: Okay. Okay. Good answer. John, do you have any preference for
1: who you're going to be? I've thought about it. And I think across the course of human history, I think I am most like. The 85-foot whale sighted <laughs> off Edinburgh in 1693, um, just rolling around, having a great time. Um, you do have an back. impressive fluke, and thank you. Thank uh, yeah, you. I've always admired um, you for your baleen as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Our whale's have it figured out. Also, Greenland sharks, right? If you wanted to interview someone about the past, you should have asked a Greenland shark. Yeah, because couldn't book him, John. Loads John of we actually tried.
4: You were
5: our second choice. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. He was busy. He was busy. Yeah. He's got a book coming. Michael out, was so. freaked
5: out because of their eyelids. Are they
0: the longest them. living animals? Longer than than They're, their big old tortoises and everything.
1: I think they absolutely destroy the big old tortoises. Yeah, they, live uh, well, they a would. Yeah. there's always like this tortoise was at Lincoln's inauguration or whatever Um, (laughs) is that not a thing I don't know I don't know was he
0: physically there John you mean like he was it was just that period in time where the chief justice was a tortoise and no one noticed because no one said anything they were just all too polite to mention it realistically lots of chief justices have probably just looked like tortoises at times (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Greenland sharks actually hold the Greenland sharks hold the hold the the records there.
4: Yeah, I well, think I there are the I think thing, there are some animals things. who in which 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 do not have which do not age. So there, I think there are some some jellyfish which do which just do not age. So there's no way of telling how old they are. So there are jellyfish who can potentially so live for
1: immortal. Yeah,
4: yeah, 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 which is incredible. Yeah. And there's also there's a species of seabird that I can't remember that uh, that do- doesn't have whatever the aging gene is, um, so they can they can live forever. But yes. I, but because they can live forever, you can't date them either. Uh, in that you can't tell how old they are. You can well, no, you can
5: ask them out. <laughs> don't 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 write it off Michael. <laughs>
4: Um, okay so that's our, our like our dinner party table we've got Robert Fredford seated across from Jesus Christ an, 80, an 85 foot whale and a nameless golf journalist who probably has some questionable <laughs> views on race I would think yeah okay um, What What what's the biggest thing that history teaches us and I want the answer from everybody
0: 85 foot whale <laughs>
5: uh, I touched on it earlier that history is written by the England that's that's the biggest lesson that I've learned. Any, any history or past class in my school was was very gentle about the colonial assault we uh, um, put out on the world. So
4: I will say that our, our history classes were less gentle on it, Will, just having sat through Irish history. <laughs> less gentle. It
5: should absolutely be the other way around. We yeah. should uh, teach about the atrocities that we committed.
4: Hugh?
0: The biggest thing history teaches us. The past. The biggest thing the past teaches yeah. us.
5: Do you mean biggest, like, size-wise? Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, the moon, then, isn't it?
1: <laughs> okay. Maybe the sun. Could be the pyramids. And the pyramids. <laughs> okay. The
5: pyramids. Wait, wait, we haven't answered. Those aren't our answers. It's not like we're running late for time here. We've got time <laughs> to think about it.
0: Well, uh, what is time?
1: Yeah. John,
0: what's time? <laughs>
1: Um, distance multiplied by speed. Now, John, good. what time is well, it? distance divided by speed. <laughs> One of them is velocity, speed. is it? I don't know. What, what time is it? It depends <laughs> on if you are, if you put a clock on a train and a clock on a mountain and the mountain is going at the same speed as the train, <laughs> then... You've got a problem. Yeah. It's a big issue. I
5: think that's, that's speed four. <laughs> Mountain clock. <laughs> <laughs> I what's what's the question like? The biggest lesson we can learn from it, or the biggest thing that it teaches us—those are two different questions. And I didn't listen to the way you worded it. So,
4: yeah, what's the most important thing we can take from the past?
5: I think is that to answer it sincerely is that you always have to progress and be open to change.
4: That is a good and deep answer, Will. I did not think you had those depths. I'll be honest, Will. We've spoken a lot, and I just (laughs) didn't think you had that sentiment in you. That's nice. Okay, good.
0: John, is your answer for what history can teach us, I mean, is it just limited to what's in John Houghton's newspapers?
1: (laughs) I am contractually obliged to say that the most important thing that history can teach us is transferable skills.
5: (laughs) Oh, yeah? What, What transferable skills have you learned from the past?
1: Uh, writing a newspaper spotting whales uh, (laughs) using excessive perfume pyramid building scratching bills into clay where paper has not been invented uh, overthrowing the hated French overthrowing the hated English discovering showering that's it start early
5: start early that's a good lesson from the past. Start early.
1: Yeah, especially if you're a jellyfish with time to kill. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, um, okay, look, the, I'm going to go through the, I'm going to go through the pros and cons, and I'm uh, this is, I'm, I'm asking for asking for any 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 late orders in terms of pros and cons here, because so far we've got the pros of history. Um, well, that's the past. The pros of the past. past. Oh. The pros of the past are that it's not so yeah. smelly. And then the cons are that um, it was pretty much awful throughout history for everyone. Um, uh, Jesus really dominates it. Uh, We have the 15th century versus 1500s issue and then the fact that it's written by the victor. So illustrative, as always, I would say.
5: But I guess also like, like every bad thing that's ever happened and every good thing that's ever happened is in the past. Okay, I'll put and so, everything that's... so
4: that's kind of a pro and a con really. I'll put I'll put that down.
5: <laughs> yeah, so you, to be honest, you may as well put neither down. <laughs> also, I don't know how much we take into account. Yeah. Okay. How much we take into account these lists.
4: Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to ask you for uh, well, and I'm going to ask you for uh, for final judgment on this. Um Hugh, the past. Oh, yes I was or no. To say
0: we'll, we'll go first. Um yeah, no, I I think, I mean, again, I'm going to go back to 1995. It was a really good summer. Um, and I think based on that, um, there were some good golf journalists in the 20s. Yeah, I think legitimate like.
5: And Jesus, sorry, Jesus. I mean, great abs. We all met in the past. But I, I don't know. The The difficulty I'm having here is that I really like John. I've never met John before I'm a huge fan so I want to vote in favour of the past because I like John but really I'm voting in favour of the present and I suppose my experiences that I've had in the past but I still consider that to be like the future because to be honest 2012 like to now feels like the future I always thought 2012 was a big year so good film. I'm considering it from then on to be the future uh, there's some good music there's some bad music from the past uh, but also there's so many bad things from the past the past's not a legitimate like because people in my country tend to use the past as like a fantastical time we can go back to and get our country back from when actually the past was also terrible uh, But what if you take the millions and
0: millions and millions of years before the people from your country even were the people from your country?
5: Wasn't that all right? Ah, There were still some bigoted dinosaurs knocking about, I reckon. In England, as
1: we've established.
5: Exactly. They're all here. They're like, oh, these velociraptors. Uh, I'm not going to try and riff a bigoted dinosaur. I feel like it's not fruitful ground. Uh, (laughs) And because of that, because of my lack of understanding of it, I'm going to say it's bad because that's what we people do.
4: Okay, interesting. So we have a we have a, a tie between Hugh and Will here, which really leads it to a you know this is as it should be. John, you get to you get to
1: decide. Compelling arguments on both sides. So Hugh's side, there's nineteen ninety five was good. Will, <laughs> you really cancelled dinosaurs, in uh, I found it <laughs> quite a compelling way. Um, But it's funny, Will, that you thought that, as a historian, I would think that the past was a legitimate like. Um, I'm interested in Uh the past. I find people Uh who like the past sometimes a bit creepy. Um, and you know, I think it's possible Something's to see happening here, yeah, yeah, yeah right, here we go., uh, walk with me on this.
5: Do you find them creepy in the past or in the present or both? Uh,
1: the, <laughs> the past, present, and uh, and future. future, all three ghosts, all uh, all three ghosts. um, and, yeah, no, I think um people who 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 like the past are kind of usually trying to say something at the present, and it's often something creepy and bad. Um so while I'm deeply interested in it and it had some fine smelling gents um, <laughs> and the moon, um, I'm going to come out and say it. It's not a legitimate like.
5: Wow. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I did not expect this. And I'm so excited wow. about it.
0: I feel almost guilty. That like we thought knocking down Star Wars was a big deal, which, of course, is in the past. Yeah. Actually, I should point out. So that
4: is that is. Earth, okay
0: Chalk it up Michael The past is not a legitimate line. Okay is probably fine But the past no
5: That's a different episode <laughs> <laughs> Well that's
4: That's Wow I don't, I, I don't know what more to say
5: Did you expect that to What would you have said away? Michael?
4: Michael yeah. Um, I Michael would be like Yeah Would, would I have probably gone up That it's not a legitimate like, Yeah I would agree It's not I would agree Yeah yeah. yeah. Why? Because I think that for most people in most of history, life was pretty tough. And if you ever wanted to be born at any particular point in time, probably tomorrow is better than uh, yesterday. So, yeah. yeah. Mm.
5: That is the first time Michael has shared his opinion on a subject, and it's made me double down on the subject. <laughs> <There> was, <laughs> in the Beatles episode he loves the beatles so hard and then when you came out in favor of them he changed his mind quite a lot
0: it's always hard to realize you're on the same side as michael
1: and yet here we are yeah
0: all right well i guess that's that's where we'll have to leave it and we'll 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 see what happens from now on um, i suppose thank you to our guest john for coming on and I don't know what we expected when we invited you on, John, but I think we got it and more. Oh, you definitely got more.
4: Both barrels. I expected it's been absolutely real... nothing. Both
0: barrels. Oh, thank you. This is... how, would, how would John Houghton write up this episode of the podcast? How would he review it in his paper?
1: Uh, he would start by checking with all of you about the price of bacon and linen of various kinds in the market towns in which you live. Uh, later would steal some news from another newspaper uh, and include that Uh, and then he would put a bit saying I really want to know more about soil so if you know about it please email me
5: Um,
1: which is to say he would write it up by saying great bunch of lads 10 out of ten, four men 1 moon perfect
5: well
0: can't say fairer than that thank you John for coming on and sharing all your wisdom and we hope to see you again soon
1: we do.
5: Thank you, Will. Any final thoughts? Yeah, thank you very much, Hugh. I'd just like to say, uh, speaking of soil, thank you, Michael. And uh, this has been Legitimate Likes. Follow us on Twitter. Um, give us a little five-star rating and share it with your friends. If you've got an idea for an episode, please let us know. And if you want to come on the episode, get in touch with Michael. I don't know how, probably on our Twitter. Thank you so much again, John, and we'll see you all soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.
3: They say that life today moves fast. It went much slower in the past Just rowdy nuns who sang some dirty songs I thought they smelled bad, turns out I was wrong And the English They really messed up everyone Thought it was fun But England Never conquered the moon If you could go back what would you do would you kill all the babies too I'd just be scared that I'd be sure to die while I was faxing all my samurai About the massive whale I saw It's 72 foot jaw And then we'd probably talk About the moon So why does Jesus get to say What year we're living in today But if that phantom time thing's really true And we lost centuries to God knows who The 1500s are in the 16th century Makes no sense to me But always don't forget The moon Says the dark ages weren't dark But we should ask a Greenland shark We did this show to crack some mystery Like who's the fattest man in history Did he weigh more than a bison or a bear just don't care, and what else can I say except the moon?
2: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.